Welcome to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Sponsored by Hope in Mission, LLC. To connect with the show, go to insungkim.org. That's I-N-S-E-O-N-G-K-I-M dot O-R-G. Or listen to Insung on oneplace.com. And now it's time for Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow with your host, In Sung Kim. Hello, In Sung Kim from Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. Uh, we are having 2023 New Year's, and may God bless us this year and give us strength to go through another year, whatever it comes to our lives. And when we go through the hardship, to me is uh, Roman 8 is really giving me uh, strength to sustain in difficult times. And uh, before we get into that, and I want to talk about this cooking. I've been cooking a lot these days at home, and I think I just realized it's a so beautiful process. I think it's a very graceful process, in my personal opinions. And from the prep, and when you just open the refrigerator or from the grocery, there's a lot of things that we have to clean up. And there's leaves are old, yellow. We have to take it all out and clean up process. And then um, it, it doesn't look really pretty. And then we peeled all the uh, skins or chop it off. And this whole process is uh, not uh, that great. But when we make something and at the end and beautiful, delicious dishes, and serve family member. It's just a blessing. It's just uh, we share our love with a family member, but the whole process is also so graceful process. That how God works in our lives, too. God picked us up and sometimes cleaned us up and just a dead part of our life. And all the things that we go through in our lives. And God uses it all. uses every part of our uh, lives to make it beautiful. In this chapter, um, the uh, book of Romans, uh, chapter 8, explains about how God uses us. And chapter 1, especially, is like, therefore, there is no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. This statement is like a verdict in a courtroom or a contract. It's like a deed. It's like a legal document. And so in the Bible term, biblical term, it's a covenant. It's covenant. And it's document sealed by blood of Jesus. It is a very important statement that for us to process. So therefore, there is no, now, there no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. 
when we experience the death of the loved one, it makes us think about really death and seriously, more deeper than the usual time, the death that everyone has to face. But we all have that fear of death. But the only way we can overcome the fear of death is this deed, this promise that God has given us, the Bible. So the time that we're living in, they're just anti-Bible, anti-Christians, anti-Christ time that we're living because Satan does not want us to know this treasure is in the Bible that opens us up, open our eyes to see that promise that God has given us. This chapter 8, the Romans chapter, is the most beautiful, to me personally, most beautiful scripture in the whole Bible. Because it's not only there's a promise, but there is a practical application of the how Christians live daily life when we go through trial, difficulties, and death of the loved one, and all kinds of stuff that life throws at us. And this promise gives us strength to go on for another day. And verse from 1 to all the way to 15 explains about the detail of the law um, of the spirit of life, that how it works and how it empowers us. And then it ends on, it lands on verse 15. It said, For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as a sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. And this statement, this, this scripture talking about Abba Father is not an emotional language. This is the based on the promise of God that we can call Abba Father no matter what happened in our lives. Because previous chapter, the Paul talked about the waging war within our flesh. And no matter what it happens, the, the, the waging war inside of us uh, in this world what it counts for God is the deed, the promise, the covenant, covenant, the verdict. That's what it counts in our lives. So when you go to court and you just happen to be a criminal or whatever, and the judge gave us verdict and you're not guilty, doesn't matter what kind of emotion we have, that's what it matters. The verdict, the final verdict. It's like a sealed by the blood of Jesus. And I've been studying about this word seal. It's very interesting words. And I'm not, um, uh, I don't study about this particular about the pictography um, of the Hebrew, but I see some interesting, um, some phenomena on this ancient Hebrew language. And this three word of the seal has this interesting a combination as well than any anybody who is listening to our program go back to whether blue letter bible or any kind of hebrew bibles to see the three letter how it formed about seal and this 
a seal has interesting concept on the death of Jesus Christ. And when we understand uh, that Jesus was in the tomb, and then actually they sealed it. They sealed with a stone. So Jesus doesn't come out. So just a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees worry about the priest, worry about the disciples going to steal the body and said, uh, uh, you know, he is alive again or to make a rumor. They worried about Jesus um, that come alive or any any other claim that that disciple is going to make. So they sealed it, completely sealed it. But the interesting thing is that we know that God opened the seal. And the seal, opening the seal has a significant power because the, the document was sealed is to protect from the all kinds of other uh, evil uh, to uh, unauthorize people to uh, misrepresent for the document. That's why uh, we seal the document. But when the document is sealed, it doesn't have power. But when it's opened up and executed, when it's inside the content, that has a power. And God actually removed the seal of the tomb of Jesus, and Jesus was risen. That is the power of this deed, of the document that we're all going to experience at the end because Jesus was rose and we are going to uh, rise again too. So when we see the, all the suffering that verse 18 said, uh, for I consider that sufferings of this present time are not worth it to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. We're eagerly waiting Creation waits for the revealing of sons and daughters of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself also will be set free from its slavery to corruption into freedom of glory of children of God. Verse 22 said, We know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now. And Paul wrote it this about 2,000 years ago, that even nature, the whole creation, groans and suffers. And actually, literally, we see all over the world uh, that nature is suffering. There's all kinds of manipulation of gen genetically modified, all kinds of uh, plants and animals. But it said, 20, verse 23, and not only that, but also we ourselves having the first fruit of the Spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting eagerly for our adoption as a sons and daughters, the redemption of our body. And eventually the end, even our body will be will have a redemptions, not just a spirit, but redemption of our body. For in hope we have been saved, but hope that is sin is not hope. For hopes for what he already sees. But if we hope for what we do not see through the perseverance, we wait eagerly for it. 
and we are living very interesting time. And nothing will calm us and give us peace other than scriptures. And when we are in the comfortable time, complacency, our tendency to live in flesh. But when we go through the difficult times and suffering, we always come back to the scripture, the words of God, and see um, the promise that God has given us, that unshakable promise. It's not based on us, not based on our deed, not based on our life, not based on none of our life, but only by uh, decision made by God. That matters to us. And with that scripture and promise that has God gave it, give it to us, from the verse 26 through all the way to 29 is the promise that God has given us that how we should live in this life. In verse 26 said, Now in the same way the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know that to pray for as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with a groaning to deep for words. And he who searches the heart knows that he, uh, what the mind of Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. When we go through the sickness or when we go through the all kinds of turmoil, when we experience the death of the loved one uh, or financial loss, when we really lose a lot of things, then we see we don't know, we don't even know how to pray. We can't even use the word. There's nothing that we can really use uh, the words to pray God. In those times that in the Bible promised that the Spirit himself intercedes for us with a groaning to deep for words. And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. So when we go through a deep, deep, dark place that is no one can really, absolutely no one can help you and help us, that there is a Spirit of God in a seed for us according to uh, the mind of the Spirit. And that's liberating for us because um, when we are in the place uh, that that we have to walk alone, and when we experience death, we're going to be alone. We are going to walk that road alone. But there is... God is waiting for us. And when that moment that we have to remember this scripture, Romans chapter 8, that prepared us that whatever is going to happen 2023 and memorize the scriptures to sustain us and go through the difficult times ahead of us. In verse 28, said that when we know that we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, and he also predestined to become the confirmed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. 
And these whom he predestined, he also called, and these whom he called, and he, he also justified, and these whom he justified, and he also glorified. This is incredible uh, promise that God has given us. That when we go through difficult times, or when we look back and all the things that the God allow us to go through is the final uh, purpose is to become confirmed to the image of the, his God, his Son, the Jesus. And we don't understand on this side of heaven, not gonna know everything what had happens. The only thing we know is the end goal is that God is confirming us the image of the Christ. In the end, then our body will be even our spirit, the body, all will be glorified like Jesus was. And what an amazing promise that we have. So whoever is listening to this program, and I hear so many stories that there are many, many families lost parents or even lost their children even the mid-age, 30, 40, 50, and sometimes even uh, when they, were, um, they have a child very young and lost them, when they experience that moment of the death of the loved one, absolutely there is no one can comfort them. None of the words matters to them. I mean nothing. It's just very difficult to go through. But this promise that we have, the power of the resurrections, that God unsealed the Jesus, and he will deliver us from all this unexplainable injustice of world that we're living in. Olden days, a lot of uh, things that happened was secret, hidden, not even uh, up front uh, to uh, people to know. In our time, it's everything is uh, revealed. We know the things happening is not uh, right. A lot of injustice is happening openly. There is nothing, not much we can do about what is happening all around the world. But the end, we know that that God promised that he called, justified, and glorified us. And that is a beautiful promise that we hold on to. We have to have, we have, to have a good fight all the way. Uh, either share the good news or the fighting for the injustice, we are going to um, keep fighting and not giving up until Jesus comes. But at the end, this beautiful promise will be uh, fulfilled in every single Christian who love Jesus. And verse 31 said, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? If God is for us, who is against us? There are many Christians today are fighting 
for the last minified to sustain our time. And in during this time, that may God give us strength to remind us that if God is for us, who is against us? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? Who will bring charges against God's elect? God is one who justifies, who is the one who condemns, and Christ Jesus is he who died, but rather was raised, and who is at the right hand of God, will also intercede for us. What a comforting words right now. God is in the battle with you, whoever is fighting. And God is with you in a spiritual war or physical, actual, um, not the physical war, but in, in a politically or in any realm that God called us to do what he wants us to do. And we have this comfort that Jesus is sitting in the right hand of God and also intercedes for us. 35 said, Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation, trouble, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? Just as it is written, For your sake we are killed all day long. We were um, regarded as a sheep to be slaughtered. Very difficult time that we are experiencing today and we don't know how a more difficult time is ahead of us either good time comes or bad time comes bad time comes we also stay on uh, this promise that God has given us I think it's time to focus again of checking our well-being our spirit and prepare our heart for any time, any good time or bad time comes. Either way, we have to be prepared. Verse 37 said, But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquered through him who loved us. And some other explanation is we are the more than a conqueror, only through the power, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And when we go through difficult times, we can see the real spiritual war going on here. And especially the big city, they are going through a lot. And even the believers can be deceived. So time to be really wake up. And verse 38 says, For I'm convinced that neither death or life, nor angels, nor principality, nor things to presence or things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created things will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
that's our encouraging scripture that we can hold on to this year and have a good foundation that whatever comes in our lives and to protect our spirit in this difficult time that we're living. Thank you for listening yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we'll be back next week. Thank you.